Hi, everything. It's my bro. Hi, every transition lens. It's Tom. Mm, that was a good one. Uh huh. <laughs> and this is a review in progress. Welcome back. Welcome back, y'all. Yeah. Um, just so that all of our listeners know, this is the season finale, season one finale of the RIP podcast. And we will be back shortly after this pod. And we're looking at Halloween 2023 or 2022. Shit, I forgot what year we were. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when we're looking to come back. So we're just going to take like a little quick month off and then we'll be right back at it and starting all over doing spooky dookie reviews. And um, you better... he's, he's right to you because we'll be back 2025. You better be there, bitch. Um, but I did want to make a parent. To any of our listeners, if you do want to be on the pod, we are looking to collab with people and to bring more guests onto the podcast. And the only way to get accepted is to write a review and to rate our podcast on Apple Music or wherever you listen to podcasts. And we will love to have you on. You get to choose whatever movie you want us to review. And then we all get together and talk about it, okay? And it better be a good motherfucking movie. Yeah, Thank how does that you. sound? Yeah, everything. Thanks. But for this week's pod, we are going to be reviewing the 2014 horror slash thriller film, It Follows. Oh, was that the movie? <laughs> oh, shoot. Did you do the wrong one? No. <laughs> so now this movie, you can watch this on Netflix. Yeah. God. I know. That was nice. Okay. So on IMDb, this movie got 6.8 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes, 95%. And no Metacritic. So that's okay. But let me read y'all this synopsis. So after Carefree J, who's played by, um, I believe her name is Micah Monroe. Mm. <laughs> yes, it's me. That's a good uh, name. Sleeps with her new boyfriend, Hugh, who is played by Jake Leary. For the first time, she learns that she is the latest recipient of a fatal curse that has passed from victim to victim via sexual intercourse. So they, uh, oops, excuse me. <laughs> so death, Jay learns, will creep towards her as either a friend or a stranger. Jay's friends don't believe her seemingly paranoid ravings until... They too begin to see the phantom assassins and band together to help her flee or defend herself. Yeah. So basically it's like an STD. But it works. Yes. So it's like a it's like a demonic STD. So basically don't have sex. Um stay abstinent. You're all gonna die. Yeah, or else you're gonna get spooked and and followed by some scary nothing entity um this is a dimensions films uh production along with an animal kingdom production and northern lights films um it is directed by david robert mitchell and at the box office it broke 23.3 million dollars with a budget of 1.3 million dollars so they did decent they did pretty decent they did amazing. Yeah. So right off the bat, yes, the film, the concept of the film derives from a recurring nightmare the director used to have. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. 
So they're bringing um, it like that. Yeah, he would be stalked <laughs> by a predator that continually walks slowly towards him, and like that was basically the premise of the whole film. Um, it follows whatever it is was just like a, a slow ass zombie slowly creeping after you um and somehow still always there but you know what it reminds me of do you know those hmm. like those backroom games that people play on TikTok? oh my god yeah that's what it reminded me of like those things that are like chasing after you but it's slow not fast but yeah so that's my fun fact for the film okay that was a good one um so i don't know if you noticed throughout the film that I'd, you couldn't really tell what, what like, time period it was supposed to be. Right. So it's supposed to be up in the air, kind of. So you see that there's vintage cars, but at the same time, the girl's, like, reading a, an electronic seashell thingy to read a book. Yeah. So it's it's, like, it bounces around. And, like, the TVs look old, but then at the same time, some cars look new. I feel like that's just supposed to, like, add to, like, the dreaminess of the film. Yeah, yeah. I feel like... I I really like that part about it. Yeah, that was done really well and pretty cool. And I feel like it's an abstract sort of of a horror film because it's, like, based off of a dream, but like it's supposed to be like in real life and scary so i think that's why they didn't have like a set time period for it or whatever but that's pretty cool i like that fun fact that's a good one it makes yes. you think a little bit mm-hmm, per. Per. well now let's get it into this film review um to be honest i just felt like the overall film was kind of boring um, I was expecting a lot more from it to be kind of... You thought it was boring. Yeah, to be honest, like, I was kind of bored. Like, I thought Tom it would be... needs... <laughs> he needs screaming every <laughs> second of the film. Uh-huh. Heart racing. Bitch. Sweating. I have ADD, and if there's not somebody on my screen screaming in pain and torture... Then it's not fun for me. I get bored easily. What can I say? I like gore and like nasty, scary shit. I don't know. Even it just... though we review not only horror, but also thriller. True. True. <laughs> True. You're right. For a thriller film, this was great. But I just felt like the suspense was boring. And I felt like I get like it's supposed to be scary when it follows slowly, but like. I feel like it would have been more scary if it followed fast, if that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. I just feel like if they were getting, like, chased, oh, my God, that would be more scary. This thing just kind of, like, slowly creeps along, and, like, nothing ever happens until, like, one point where her friends see stuff happening to her but like they don't see whatever it is that she sees and like that's the only time that in my opinion it got kind of like real and like sort of scary and i wish that there was more of that throughout the film but um let's backtrack a little bit and start at the beginning so basically the movie opens up with like some random chick um running out of her house and like 
running away from something that we can't see as viewers and then ends up getting killed by whatever this thing is. And then it goes into the story of the film and it opens up with like this one girl who's the main, the main character. And she is kind of like, I don't know. I don't want to say white trash, but she's poor. And, um, but she's like one of those those sweet. Yeah hometown girls you know right yeah so she's just like a poor girl with her poor sister and family and her mom and all that and um she's kind of like a hopeless romantic in a way i want to say and has this like boyfriend or this guy that she starts seeing and um they go out on like a date and all that and then like afterward he basically um uh, chloroforms her or whatever. Yeah. Knocks her unconscious. And then we're like, oh shit, what's going to happen? after they had like consensual sex. Right. Yeah. It was like her first time or something, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so he like knocks her out and then she wakes up like handcuffed or whatever to a chair in the middle of like a abandoned, I don't know, parking deck or some shit. Mm -hmm. And, um, the boyfriend is like trying to explain to her like all this shit that's like happening. And I just thought it was so, I don't know, vapid in a way. He's just like, mm-hmm. you have to listen to me. Like, this is what's going on. It follows you. And it, and it, it goes from sex, from ch- sex and like, da, 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 da. it's like, huh? It's kind of like, in my opinion, confused. Like they, they rushed into it in a little, in a, in a way that was a little, uh, I think distasteful. I feel like it could have been, I don't know, done in okay. a different way. I actually liked uh, how he, or how she woke up and she was just bombarded with all of this shit. And she's still like groggy, like what? What are you talking about? I love it. And he's like, listen, listen. He said, I see it right now, and it's a naked lady just walking in the woods at night, but she's walking towards them. Mm-hmm. Actually, which is the main protagonist now, um, Jay. So it's walking towards her and the guy that she's with. And he's like, Do you see it? And she's like, Yeah. And she's like, What does she want? And he was like, She wants us. He said, So just, I just wanted to make sure you saw it first. And now I'll let you go. He said, But, you know, you have to pass it on. So I'm sorry I did this to you, but just pass it on to, to somebody else. He said, but if it kills you, it's going to come and kill me. So don't die out there. <laughs> right. And then let's go. Yeah, which I, I don't know. I The concept of it all is kind of hokey, in my opinion. Like, I get it. Like, this is the basis of the film. It's a, it's a sex demon, basically, that haunts whoever passed on the i don't know haunting through sexual intercourse and the boyfriend had it from a previous relationship or some random girl that he hooked up with and she gave it to him but i guess what i don't get is more of like his side of the story like how did he figure out about all of this and like how did he figure out that it it gets passed on and they can kill him or it would kill it would kill him even if she died and like how basically how you get rid of it and you don't get rid of it in a in a sense 
he ends I was up, just assuming it was for um like the one night stand that he had, just explain it to him. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I just had some questions about that, which is fine and I get it. Like it wasn't part of the movie, it wasn't necessary, but I just had some questions about like how he knew all of this information and then just still gave it to this girl that he was dating. Her. Yeah. So I don't know. I just felt like he was a little shithead for doing that, which he mm-hmm. was. And then now this poor girl, Jay, our main protagonist of the story is haunted by this, this thing that nobody else can see. And basically for the better part of the movie, she's just kind of going crazy in a, in a sense and is like trying to get her friends and sister to understand what, what's going on and like that she's being followed by this thing and it's going Mm -hmm. to kill her. And that she explains to them like how it happened and why it happened. And they're, you know, having trouble trying to understand it, but like, they want to believe her because they like love her or whatever. And so throughout like the majority of this film, it's just like Jay running away from this thing and trying to, mm-hmm. to get people to believe her. Yeah. One of the scenes, they were all in the bedroom with her. Um, and you hear somebody break in to the house, but they're going on there, and he's like, it's, it's nothing. It's just a broken window. Now, why would somebody just break your fucking window? I'm like, you don't believe me? Right. I'm like, somebody's down there, babes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so sure enough, it's the the thing. It's the demon or whatever it's it is. It's the it. It's the it. It's, uh-huh. the, it's the it follows. Uh-huh. And so she's like, looking out in the hallway, and then her friend's in the doorway, but then you just see this eight-foot-tall man walking down the hallway with sunken-in eyes. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, terrifying. That so was pretty screams scary. and runs out the, jumps out the window and shit. I'm like, yeah, girl, run! Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she sees this thing, and, in, in, like, it shapeshifts in a way. Because, like, mm-hmm. sometimes it's a girl, sometimes it's this this guy. Um, sometimes, sometimes it's, it's a little old lady a little girl it's like it it changes which i thought was a choice i guess i think it would have been more scary had it just been like that eight foot tall man just like because that's actually kind of terrifying versus like (laughs) a little girl that's just like kind of walking around and it's just like terrifying every time because he's literally four feet yeah yeah (laughs) it would be so scary to have somebody that big chase it after me (laughs) but um yeah, I don't know. I just I I felt a little confused by that. Like I get it. It 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 turns into like whatever like it wants to make you believe that it's real in a sense. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But at the same time I felt like it it could have just been like a scary demon walking after you or like a ghost person or something, but it wasn't. It was a shapeshifter, and it shapeshifted into a bunch of different things. And um, there was this one point. This is like kind of the turning point of the film, mm-hmm. where they were all out. Like Jay and all her friends were all out, like on this beach somewhere. At yeah. A so they, it's this other guy who wanted to help out, and I think that he likes Jay. So yeah, and he's like his her sister's friend. And I thought his ass was gay, but apparently he's not. And he like 
has an attraction to Jay and is like, I believe you. I think this is all real, blah, blah, blah. Um, but he's just like, I don't see what you see. Like, you have to, like, tell us what you see. But there's, like, this scene where they're all on this beach and um, the the woman at this point um, is walking up slowly to Jay. But and... it's actually her, her friend who is in the water at the time. Is literally behind her, but it's it shape shifted into her friend, right? Because it's supposed to be somebody that you know or love or whatever. And mm-hmm. Jay wasn't like aware of it because it was coming up behind her, and then it grabs her by the hair and like pulls her up or some shit. And then that's when like all her friends like see that happening, and they they don't see the the it follows, but they see um her like hair get pulled and then they all start freaking out because they're like oh my god it's actually real whatever this mm-hmm. is so it uh one of the guys grabs a chair and he whacks it but guess what that bitch said whack you back mm-hmm. and he flies across the beach yeah that was so- pretty cool though i liked that yeah. because it's like there was nothing there and his ass just like flies he, yeah. he just <laughs> flew out of there so then, um, at this point, they they run away again. But they, um, she crashes after she runs away from them, and ends up in the hospital. So the guy who had took them to the beach house ends up having sex with her. So she passes it uh, along to him. But days go by, and he's like, "I I really don't believe it, guys, because nothing has happened to me yet." They said, can I talk to her? And they were like, no, she doesn't feel like talking. But then she is looking out her window later that night, and it looks like just him walking down the street in pajamas. And he's like trying to get into his own house. But then he breaks the window, and she's like, she knew it was, it follows, you know, it. And So she's trying to call and get a hold of him, but he's not answering. So she runs across the street and jumps in to go save him. And at this point, it turns into to his mom and just banging on uh, his bedroom door. She's like, don't open the door. And he opens it. And he's like, mom, what the fuck? And she jumps on him. I guess she like has, has sex with him or she like absorbs his life. I don't know, but he dies. And you just see her like dry humping him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was very interesting to see that happen. Because mm-hmm. it was like his mom, but it was the It Follows. And it was just like, okay, that's yeah. another choice, I guess. So she um, runs away again. Uh, she goes to a beach and then she passes it on to somebody else again. But I think they, they must have died later that night because... <laughs> That bitch was full hurt the next morning. I'm like, damn, they died fast. You should have yeah. told them. <laughs> yeah. So at this point, now was they're coming up with a plan to end this thing that follows her. So they drive really far out to the city and go to this old place where uh, there's a pool, an indoor pool, and they just plug in all of these electronics around the pool. So they wanted it to get in the pool, grab her out the pool, and then electrocute the the thing. Yeah. The but it. their plan really didn't work because the thing's smart. It might be slow, but it's smart. 
that's what the guy said. And so this was one of my favorite parts because nobody can see it but her, but it's just like all these TVs are flying into the water and they're like, point at it. Point. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like getting hit in the head with irons and shit. And <laughs> so the guy grabs a gun out of his bag and the thing is like trying to like wave him off, but he shoots it in the hand and it's still like throwing TVs and then he shoots his friend in the leg I was like, what is happening? Chaos. So the girl grabs a blanket and she throws it over his head and he shoots it in the head and it falls in the water. But it's like this thing doesn't die from just any old killing. So it's underwater and it's like pulling her under, but it leaves a mark on her. And they think that it's dead. He was like, is it dead? And you just see the, the pool is full of blood. Well, in her point of view, nobody mm-hmm. else can see the blood. But um, we think well. I don't think that it's supposed to be a happy ending because they're walking on the street holding hands. But then I see somebody in a distance following them. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. So it kind of ends with sex. like it kind of ends with like questions of like, did it really die? Is it done following them or not? Um, but yeah, that was kind of the film. And like, like I said, I don't know why I was just bored the entire time. I felt like it was always anticipation of something that never came. And I wish that the suspense um, was just a little bit more thrilling. And I get that this wasn't like necessarily a horror film, but it was like a thriller and a rated R thriller. And I think the only reason why it was rated R was because of like nudity and probably like obscene language. But it's just like, I... I expect like a rated R film to actually scare me or to be actually thrilling. And I just found myself (laughs) bored the majority of the time. That's just me. That's my opinion um, on the film. But, uh, you know, I thought that the way that the film looked, um, my favorite thing about it was the cinematography. I felt like that was really, really cool. Yes, I felt like visually they did a, stunning. Yeah, visually it was amazing. And like you said, you're you're kind of like led up to be, uh, believe on your own what the the time frame is, um, and like how like the age of the film. And I thought that was mm-hmm. really cool. But yeah, I don't know. I really I really enjoyed the cinematography. I thought they did a really really good job with filming it. Um, the different camera angles, the way that it looked um the i don't know just all of that sort of really did it for me so i think i have to give it credit for where like you know where credits do and like that was done really well um and like the characters were like all right i felt like um the boyfriend was a little kind of a joke um Mm -hmm. and like i get it like he was supposed to be kind of like sleazy because he um pass this little demon thing on to her but i did think the acting was done really well too especially especially jay's character jay um the main character she was she just got this the sense of just like distraught and like confusion Mm -hmm. and like (laughs) terror over because this poor girl is being like followed by something that isn't visually there but is still coming after her. So um, she did a really good job. And I really liked that. Yes. 
Um, characters, I, I did really like the characters. The acting, I thought, was great. Um, the cinematography, I thought, was so beautiful. Yeah, I think that was the best part of the film, honestly. Mm-hmm. And it was like the one scene when they were just, which is like the 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 movie poster or the film cover of her in the guy's car when they were having sex. But it's just like under this spotlight. Yeah. And then she's like leaning out the car with the door open and just playing with a flower while he's in the trunk. Yeah. Chloroform. I thought that was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. It was very beautiful. They did a really great job filming um, this whole movie. It was, yeah, it was done really well. And I think like along with that comes like the set design. Uh, you know, there was a, there was a lot of different uh like sets if that makes sense there was outside Mm -hmm. there was a movie theater there was a a swimming pool there was a house so there was a lot of different things that went along with the the plot in terms Mm -hmm. of set and like the design of it was really well and um just to piggyback off of the set design was like what you said earlier we couldn't tell what time period it was in um so they did a really good job just like leaving a lot of questions up to the viewer. Yes. And, and I love that. Appreciated that. Sometimes it can be confusing and sometimes it doesn't make sense, but it worked really well with this film. Mm-hmm. So there's that. I just think that the only thing that was lacking was a little bit of the plot. Like I get the plot was this thing that follows. I just wish it had been more terrifying. That's all in my opinion. I feel you. Yeah. Um, what you think the main idea of the film was? Wrap um, it up. <laughs> <laughs> wrap it up. Yeah, literally. Um, I don't know. I guess. I guess it's just like. I think what it's supposed to be is to like, somewhere about like trust in your loved ones or something because it's like mm, this okay. this whole you know this girl. That Ms. Guil, from, <laughs> yeah, she comes from like a kind of a distraught family, but she's her sister. Um, mm-hmm. and like just like shit happens to her. So it's just kind of like trust and love people that are close to you. And I don't know, just believe them, even though the shit that they say sounds crazy. Um, and just be of help to them. Purr. But, yeah, per. But the overall tone of the film in, in itself was was creepy but i would say it was supposed to be thrilling um was i super terrified no but they did do a good job of like getting the confusion across and all that sort of tone as well but what do you um what do you saying oh uh, what are you asking what what did you think was the main idea or like point of the film i thought it was just uh be careful who you have sex with. Yeah, I mean that is that does not deserve your body. Right. I mean that's like I guess that's like an like an outlying theme is like just be careful when having sex because you never know you never know what STD might come about. Mm-hmm. And this one fucking haunts your ass, bitch. So hallelujah. Um, as most STDs do, they're pretty haunting until you, you know, get a couple things to clear them up and then you're good to go. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, bless you. Thank uh, you. Yeah. What was your favorite scene of the film? Mine was when she woke up strapped in the chair. 
Oh, yeah. That was pretty intense because you're kind of like, wait, what's going on? Yeah. And then you just see that naked lady walking up to them. He was like, you see her? Yeah. (laughs) And my least favorite scene was after she was hospitalized and the guy had sex with her and he still didn't kind of believe her. After he died, Nobody talked about him dying after that. Nobody, there was yeah. police there when she got back home. Nobody talked about the the random kid who died across the street. Like what? He just died, and then it was like, oh yeah, yeah. He died. She came back home that night. There were no police. No, yeah. Nobody talked about it. I was like, what is happening? Yeah, I thought that was kind of stupid too. But I think the reasoning was just because they knew what happened to him and they knew it was like whatever that thing was that follows. So they just, I guess, didn't want to, I don't know, concern the authorities with something that seems so ill legitimate or whatever, but fair, yeah, fair. I agree. That was probably like my least favorite part of the film too. But my favorite part was actually when um, they were on the beach and like that guy got thrown by Let's it. Let's go get away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like you see this person's body just flying across the screen and there's nothing there like throwing him, but there was. But I thought that was really cool. Um, yeah, that's all I got. What what are your overall feelings of this movie? Like you liked it, not like I really it. liked it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like you did. Um, how many boos would you give it? I'd give it maybe one boo. Okay. Oak it oak. How many boos um, do you give it? Honestly, probably like two and a half. Nice. I I thought that the the storyline could have just been a little bit more terrifying. But in terms of like storyline, it was the, it was a good concept. And like I said, I really enjoyed the acting and the cinematography. So like that kind of makes up for some of the boringness of it. But yeah, mm-hmm. I still can't get over the fact that I was bored throughout the film. So snooze snooze yeah i even yeah. wrote here in my notes z z z z z because i was <laughs> snoring bitch yeah all right well i do agree with like um indb or rotten tomatoes or who was it rotten tomatoes i agree with rotten tomatoes okay yeah i still think that they gave a, a like 95 percent on rotten is like high and i don't agree with that i don't feel like so agree i'm like yeah yeah i don't agree with that but that's just me um i would probably fall closer to imdb probably a little bit lower than them because they gave it a 6.8 which Mm -hmm. eh, is fair i think um but yeah i just wasn't scared i wasn't really thrilled by it and i i guess it's supposed to be more of like a thrilling film um i just found it kind of you know, a little stupid, but uh, nonetheless, it 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 did go off, and it was a cool concept. <laughs> so it went off, sis. Yeah, per. Um. Yeah, I say go give it a a, a watch, and be careful who you sleep with, baby. Mm-hmm. Well, everything. I think that's it for it. Follows. Um. You can actually join us. The day before Halloween, so October 30th, is when we'll be back and when our next episode will be out. And like like I said, if you want to be a part of season two, shoot us a DM 
and let's get that shit set up. We would love to have some more guests on the pod. I think it would be mm-hmm. a lot of fun. And it, it's just like easy for us to have like have you guys come up with what we watch rather than us trying to figure it out every single week. Yeah, and you better be funny if you join. Yeah, that's what the whole pod is about. It's supposed to be scary funny. Yeah, purr. Purr. Boo. Purr. Boo. <laughs> And as always, friends, make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Review in Progress. That's one that's on Twitter. Leave us some comments or DMs if you have any suggestions for future episodes. And please engage with us. You know we love it. Yeah. And if you're listening to us on Spotify, please interact with our poll and Q&A section by scrolling down. And no. wherever and wherever you listen to podcasts, please leave us a review and rating. If that's you know, if that's what you do, you get on the pod and then we get you yeah, there. Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. yeah, it you know it helps, <laughs> it helps us out a lot, and we do appreciate it. Okay, everything. Um, that is it for the pod this week, and we'll see you on Fine. Halloween. Halloween! Oh my god! Yes, I know. Season two, baby. Bye, everything. Goodbye.